I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. Guys, there are two mighty questions that you are going to face when you get married. I guarantee you. The first one is, if I died, will you get married again? Now, guys, be careful with this one. I'm telling you, if you say no, the next question is going to be something like, why? Haven't you been happy in our marriage? Do not go there, guys. When my lady wonder wench hit me with that question a long time ago, I thought I had a pretty good answer. I said the only way I'd get married again was if Raquel Welch was available. Now, I have since updated that reply to involve Catherine Zeta-Jones, which is more contemporary and probably more accurate. I thought that was a pretty good answer, you know, because it's a little funny. And funny is always good at a time of crisis, like when you're trying to answer mighty question number one. Now, if you say, yes, I would get married again, here's the problem. The next question will be even worse. It will be, how could you possibly let someone else share our life, our home, our bed? There is no way out of that one, guys. Never, ever, ever say, yes, you would get married again. Just doesn't work. So that's how you deal with mighty question number one. Now, my lady wonder wench hit me with mighty question number two just the other night. After all of this time, I thought I was safe. Ha! We're never safe. She kind of sexy walked over to my chair in the living room where I was working at my laptop. And she was all fresh from taking a shower and she smelled like flowers. You know, she had a towel wrapped around her hair like a turban, you know. And she had a blue silk bathrobe on, the one that just absolutely matches her eyes. And she was wearing those furry little white slippers with you know, little tiny heels. And she arched one eyebrow and she gave me that little wonder when she smile and she laid it on me. Mighty question number two. The one that every wife kind of hints around about because she really wants to know the answer. But hardly any wife but wonder wench dares to ask out loud. And here's what it is, mighty question number two. She said, were you a virgin when you got married? And then she turned those pretty blue eyes up to stun. She sat in my lap and she leaned back against my chest. And Willie Nelson and Julio Iglesias started belting out to all the girls I've loved before right in my head. And I said something intelligent like, ha 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 ha, was I a virgin? But she wasn't letting me off. She kind of purred and she said, well, were you? Now, I knew if I said yes, she wouldn't believe it. And besides, I'd be admitting I'd been a teen dork first class. I, I, I considered calling on my great command of the English language and saying nothing. Criminals allowed to do that. Why shouldn't married men get the same rights? I began to feel a little bit like Bill Clinton, you know. For centuries, guys have always wanted to marry virgins because that cuts down on comparisons and complaints, among other reasons. But we are now living in a different age. It's an age now when a flight attendant can get the pilot pregnant. And my, my brain felt like this bucket of frozen oysters. My eyebrows started flipping, you know, because I sometimes lose control of them. And I had this mouthful of hot sand. And the quiet was getting very loud. 
I knew I had to say something, and it had better have been good. But I had this severe case of lock mouth, and I very seldom have that. The truth is, almost all the girls I knew when I was a teenager must have believed in astrology, because astrology says when there's a total eclipse of the sun, watch out for disasters. And I guess the neighborhood guys were certainly disasters, you know, and the girls were watching out. In fact, the girls around my way were so pure that they wouldn't take their clothes off if there was any light anywhere on the planet. So the fact is, a terrible thing happened to my teenage sex life. Practically nothing, with only a few outstanding exceptions, for which I am most devoutly thankful God. But I was beginning to remember what I really was, you know, a Louis Louis generation hot babe underachiever carrying an unused condom around in my wallet all those years ago. I was getting pretty deep inside my own head. But then I heard a little giggle and she gave me one of those, hey, come on, don't take yourself so seriously smiles. And then she got very quiet and she looked up at me with those blue eyes turned all the way up to stun. And you know, after all of these years, that still makes my head go pow, you know, which in this case was a good thing because it totally unhooked my mouth from my brain. And I heard my voice come up with a pretty good answer all by itself. Best part of the answer was it was the truth. And the answer that my voice gave with no help at all from my brain, thank you very much, was, yeah, I had sex before, but all the lights were on until it was with you. Dick's Details, a whole bunch of fascinating but absolutely useless bits of information to stuff in one of your ears so you can squeeze all the important stuff that's been keeping you awake at night out the other ear, and you can just nod off to sleep. About one-tenth of all the garbage Americans produce is plastic. And that's not counting the plastic garbage we produce for daytime TV. Your fingernails grow four times faster than your toenails, which I guess is why more people bite their fingernails than bite their toenails. Don't try biting your toenails, by the way. It'll take you a week before you can stand up again. Trust me, I know I lost a bet a long time ago in college. The first known contraceptive was crocodile dung, which was used in Egypt around 2000 B.C. Now think about this. This young Egyptian guy and this young Egyptian girl are about to get romantic, and he says, wait a minute, i got to smear some of this stuff on. She says, what the hell is that? Don't come anywhere near me with that. I'll bet crocodile dung was a very effective contraceptive. Dicks to Tales. They take your mind off your mind. Guys, Sometimes we come up with the right answer, you know, just in the nick of time if we get lucky. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we don't even seem to have the right question until it's too late to ask it. And I think that's what happened to the guy in this story from the Night Connections personal audio CD. It's called The Tiny Dancer. A tiny dancer crossed the downtown street this afternoon. No music and an audience of one. You. High heels, flaring skirt, sparkling eyes, shoulders back, arms 
swinging comfortably. A graceful, tiny lady working out her life. Your ex-wife. You pretended you didn't see her. You just kept looking in the video shop window, watching her reflection in the glass, and wondering how women get to walk like that. It was the first time you saw her since the divorce. You remember what a relief it was for you that day. You finally had your freedom. You never wanted to get married in the first place. She got pregnant, and you both thought it would be the right thing to do. Just a week after the wedding, she had a miscarriage, and you were feeling very trapped. She loved dancing. You loved football. She liked the evenings at home. You liked beating the guys for some brewskis. She was the Beatles. You were the Stones. She was a legal secretary, a good one. She made pretty good money. You managed a supermarket. You've been promoted to district manager since the divorce, and you've been doing very well. And you have become an outstanding student of seduction. You found that standing with your thumbs in your belt and your fingers pointing down and watching a woman with a friendly smile on your face always gets you her attention. And if you pay close enough attention to everything she says and speak to her in a quiet but confident voice, most women will begin playing with their hair. And that's when you say something amusing. And when she laughs, if you just watch her very intently, very often she'll begin to slowly roll her hips and cross and uncross her legs. And that's when you touch her gently on the wrist. And when she looks down, you kiss her lightly on the hair. Your bed is very seldom a cold and lonely place. All in all, you're very pleased with your life. No cares, no obligations, no feeling trapped. So why can't you get this afternoon's picture out of your head? Just a tiny dancer crossing a downtown street, working at her life, dainty but strong, delicately balanced between determination and sexiness. Why can't you stop wondering if she was ever glad that she wore your name? That's called The Tiny Dancer, and it's from the Night Connections personal audio CD. If you like it, you can just keep this pod program. Or if you want a fresh copy, you can go to DickSummer.com, download it from CD Baby. Whatever works for you. Well, what have we learned? For one thing, you now know a couple of workable answers to the two mighty questions that every married guy faces. They're not perfect answers, but they're tested and they work. Use them in good health. And be glad that you will never again need to claim that you don't remember a song called To All the Girls I've Loved Before. And you will also not have to remember those girls' names when questioned about them. And regardless of what astrologers say, sometimes a total eclipse of the sun turns the whole world the exact color of a certain lady's eyes.
Okay. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.